Hey, you ever been to Chancellor Park? That's where I live. My name is Tevin Dillard. I live in Chancellor Park. I mow lawns, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. I sure am glad to join me here on this podcast. I want to let you know what's going on in my neck of the woods. Now, I started out years ago on the YouTubes and then the TikToks and the Instagrams now and the whatnots. I got the websites, the tabandiller.com, but right now, I want to clue you into what's happening in my neck of the woods on the Tavern Dillard podcast. You here? I'm here. I'm glad you joined me. Now I'm going to send it over to myself. This is like the pre-introduction, but let's get on to the real show today. I'm glad you joined me here. Bank, bank. Welcome to the Tavern Dillard podcast, y'all guys. I'm Tavern Dillard, mowing, edging, grass cutting legend. This is season five's episode six of the Tabby Dillard podcast. We done had five episodes for this one, and this one here is a very special one. How come, Tabin? Because it's the Christmas episodes. There's a lot to talk about today, but firstly, you had any bacon yet? Tabin's bag of bacon is in the show notes. That stuff been moving, and today when this podcast comes out, it's uh, December the 20th. Uh, there's a chance if you ordered it today, it get to you by Christmas, but who cares, right? You're going to be eating Bacon after Christmas, anyhow. You can check the show notes for that. I got, uh, you know, some merchandise from the old uh, Tavage Lawn Care Services, Mowing Edge and Grass Cutting Legend. Donut Goals got a new shirt out that I just signed. Uh, that's been moving. You can check all that out. And then you can also look at the Tavage Honey from Bees. That's in the show notes. Uh, 20 out 23 cloth calendar. Do tell. That's in the show notes. You can check that out. I've been doing personal greetings. You know what? You order a personal greeting for somebody for Christmas the next day or two, you're like, I don't know what to get them. Uh, well, uh, if they ain't got a personal greeting before for me, that that may be something they ain't expecting. Uh, you can do that. I've been turning them out this last week. Folks been ordering them for the Christmas and birthdays. Uh, turns out folks got birthdays in December's too, not just Christmas time. So, you know, there's that going on. You can check that in the show notes. And what else we got? A bank bank mug. It's a mug. Put cider in it, hot chocolate, coffee. I don't know. Whatever you, you know, but you know how mugs are. And bank, bank, and my face is on it. Wake you up in the morning. No, the mug won't unless you get hit with it. But I mean, like coffee, bank, bank. You know, they like it go together. I guess the way you say it. All that is in the show notes. But here's the deal. What's going on in town, Tavin? Let me tell you right now. Christmas parade. You know about that? Live nativity down at the church. But also... Uh, the Live Nativity cast and crew, and there's a little choir, a little five-person kid choir they got this year. Uh, they doing some mobile stuff. I'll tell you about uh, tell you about that in a little bit, too. So Live Nativity to Parade Donut Goals is getting in the Christmas spirit. Uh, Cricket is pretty excited because the nursing home doing a float. She helping with that. I'm helping out with the parade. More on that later. But this today, very special Christmas episode. I know it is a busy time of year. Now, I don't know this week for you. If you're more busy, you working late, you working early, or you on vacation, you got a break, you hanging out with people that you know you love, but today you don't like them. Maybe you're on a road trip with them. Maybe they elbows is too close to your elbows. Maybe they spilled some soda pop on your car upholstery. I do not know, but I know that it's a busy time. Maybe you just sitting at home taking a break from the hustle and bustle, relaxing with your feet up, and I want to say to all y'all, Welcome to the Tab and Dillard Podcast, a very special Christmas episode, and I've got a very special guest helping me tell this episode today, my pal Brent Reeves. Brent, thanks for helping me out telling this today. 
let's go ahead and get started. Welcome everybody. Once upon a time, Cheryl Grubbs and her husband Shane bought the donut store in town. They renamed it Donut Goals and business was booming. And while they kept many of the same recipes, it didn't stop Cheryl from experimenting with new ones. In this holiday season, it led to the peppermint fritter. What could go wrong? I think I know someone who could tell us. So I seen Cheryl Grubbs a few days ago down at Early Bird Gets the Perm. Now you know as well as I do, I don't hang out at Early Bird Gets the Perm, but my Mima do. And I take her down there in her 91 Buick Regal and she let me drive, you know, if I'm running errands with her kind of thing. Well, here's the deal, she need to get her Christmas due, you know, down there. Now, truth be told, that due don't look like any, any different from the other ones she get all the other months of the year, but it's Christmas time, so I guess she call it her Christmas due. Fine. I take Meemaw down there, Cheryl Grubbs down there. You know, Cheryl and Shane Grubbs, they own Donut Goals, which is a donut store in town. And Cheryl will get down there. She gets her hair did at Erberg's. It's a perm, too. And she bring donuts for them gals, you know, and they love that. And they talk and everything. Well, I get in there, and, you know, I'm driving off Meemaw, and I see Cheryl. And Cheryl say, Tavin, I got a prototype for you to try out. Now, prototype basically saying, I'm messing with the food down there. And that's, I don't really care for that. I don't care for people messing with recipes. When her and Shane bought the donut store, uh, they changed the name to Donut Goals. I was fine with that. They let me design the logo for the thing that they got on the wall at the store and on their shirts now. I'm fine with that. But here's the deal. I don't like, it's just like Mary Beth Tucker, the concession stands out at the softball field. You ain't got to mess with a good thing. Hot dog, Skittles, Sody Pop. Don't get fancy, Mary Beth. Don't bring a nacho bar. Don't bring a cupcake uh, ice and decorating station. Don't bring like a, some sort of pulled pork chicken bowl. I don't know. Don't bring them hot butter dinner rolls that's softer than baby angels. Like, they're delicious. I don't get me wrong, but you ain't got to mess with that. I'm telling you, you can go back and listen to other seasons of my podcast where Mary Beth Tucker decided to bring her own ideas to the concession stand and all the chaos that caused not just at the concession stand but on the softball fields how could it be tavin hey you can go listen for yourself but i can tell you i don't like when people mess with the recipe it's like don't try no, ain't nobody asking for that right a donut is a donut you ain't got to ask for that but here's the deal cheryl grubb said come on down there uh and i, I want you to try this this new thing i got and I, I don't care for the new recipe, like the idea of it. Maybe it's a delicious, you know, I wasn't going to know till I get down there. But it was going to be free. So I did like that idea. So I got down there, and, you know, I get free cider down at Donut Goes because I helped get a possum off the roof a, a couple months back now. Uh, don't lean a ladder up against the back of your store if you don't want a roof uh, that's got a possum sitting on top of it. Uh, lesson learned, Cheryl, kind of thing. So they gave me free cider. Uh, for a while, I don't know how long my, that deal going to last, but I didn't want Saturday. I got a hot chocolate, paid for it. I'm down there with that, and then and then Cheryl's like, I got the I got the donut for you. She didn't tell me what it was, and finally she put it on a little paper plate, and she goes, "This is the peppermint fritter." I'm thinking, oh buddy, I don't know about the I don't know I don't know. You know, th there's a lot of unknown. The whole thing's unknown. Truth be told, I love the apple fritter. I don't know nothing about a peppermint frittler. Well, here's the deal. She walking over to my little booth with that, and I got my hot chocolate, and I'm just kind of bank bank, kind of waiting on this frittler to arrive, and I smelt it before I even uh, tasted that thing. Like, she walked, like, it, you could smell that peppermint, like it was on its way to you. So I'm like kind of shaking my head already. I don't know, Cheryl. Well, other customers come in. She got to handle them. Her little daughter, Maisley's there helping out. Maisley's all excited because she and a little junior choir team 
and they gonna sing at the live nativity at the parade that night so they all sided and i ain't mad at her for that because you know she she a little performer kind of thing but she also helped her mom out so maisley there and then all of a sudden cheryl uh got to go help maisley because maisley little girl you know she can't handle all them customers so I'm sitting looking at this peppermint frittler, and I know there's one way around this thing, and that's through it. You know, I got to eat this thing, take a bite, at least try it. Well, Cheryl got these crumbled up piece of, like, broken piece of uh, peppermint uh, candy cane on top of the frittler. That's part of the decoration. Well, that's real festive. That's real cute. But look at here. The way I see that is you put a barrier in between me and my donut. You know, me and the frittler. Well, I can't get right at it because I got all these candy cane things. So I'm scraping that off on that little paper plate. I'm just getting rid of all that stuff. And then I take a bite, but it hit me like a, like a big old sack of bricks. It was like a loaf of mouthwash bread. Like she got heavy handed with that peppermint juice, whatever they put in her. And I would like open up my sinuses. I'm like, can't do this. Uh, I spit it out on a paper plate. She looking at me like, How, what's he think about? It? You know, she helping customers, but one know. And I was like, can't do it, Cheryl. She goes, how's that? I was like, back to the drawing board. This is disgusting. It's too much. It don't work. Kind of. She goes, what do you mean? It, you don't like it? I was like, I don't like it. And truth be told, right now, I'm a little bit mad. Like, it took me on a little roller coaster of emotions. I wasn't just, oh, this is gross. It was like, oh, this is gross. And now I'm mad. You mess with a donut you didn't have to mess with. And now you try. It, it, I don't like it. I don't like nothing about it. And so she got time, though. She can figure it out, you know, that recipe. But I, I had to give her on, you know, I'm a friend. You know, you got to be, you got to help your friends out. You don't hurt them. And I said, hey, Cheryl, don't, don't give this to people kind of thing. Well, she'd made a batch. So I just say, you, you don't want to sell them. Just don't do it. You know, people want their money back. So just, just put a hold on that before it even start. So I had to get back, you know, to early bird gets a perm, pick up Meemaw from her Christmas due. And I knew I'd see Cheryl later. I mean, we had the town parade later. The whole town turned out for that. So I knew I'd see her soon enough. Now you may be wondering, just how early does Tava need to get Meemaw to the parade route? Well, the fact of the matter is, Meemaw don't like to wait out in the cold for long. She'll find her way to the front no matter what time she arrives. She's going back to her trailer first to put on a Christmas moo-moo and relax, which means the Buick Regal stays parked and Tavin will have to use his bike or the ATV to get around the rest of the day. But first, Tavin had a surprise of his own back at his trailer. Well, I get back to Chancellor Park to my trailer, and I'm in there thinking, you know, I was worried about that peppermint taste. It's so strong on my tongue. You know, you burn your tongue, and then you can't feel it for a few days, like on soup or hot chocolate or that kind of thing. And I was like, I wonder if my mouth going to be, everything going to taste like peppermint for like days or weeks or months. I don't know. You know, I, I, I don't know how bad it's going to be. I was like, oh my goodness, uh, I, so I tried some Dr. Pepper, you know, and the first few swigs of Dr. Pepper, they don't taste right, but it's starting to, starting to get after that peppermint taste. Well, while I'm doing that, trying to take care of that peppermint tornado in my mouth, J.T. Whitlow running into my trailer, just kind of panicked and sweaty, like, Tavin, Brett's out here, I need your help with that. And so Brett, you know, as my brother, he show up sometimes, sometimes he's gone for a while, we don't know what he's doing, where he's living at, and I get outside, and Rusty Tid was there in the trailer park next to his lowered mini truck, got beautiful tailgate art on it, and he got my brother in a headlock, just steady headlocking him on that gravel, and I was like, what in the world's going on? Rusty's like, boy, he, Brett decided to hop in the back of my truck while I was driving driving through town and then while I'm driving I decided I'm gonna just drive him right here because I don't know where else to take him 
And then he's reaching in the cab of my truck for loose change. I'm like, what in the world, Brett? He goes, I just wanted to help with that parade. I wanted to be in a good position during the, during the Christmas parade to catch that candy. And I'm like, that ain't how it works. If you in a truck that's driving through Main Street where the parade going to be, then that'd mean you probably throwing the candy, not catching the candy, but you aren't even invited in. And plus, Rusty ain't in the parade. And, and then Rusty's like, and what in the world are you trying to grab loose change for out of the, uh, you know, the cab of my truck? My brother Brett's like, well, I got I got hungry for a hamburger. I thought uh, that'd be the best place to get you know find some money, you know, so I could go eat. And he goes, man, you ain't right. You can't be doing stuff like that. And Rusty was hot, and he's standing between my brother Brett and his lowered mini truck because he don't want Brett back in that thing kind of way. And I said, Brett, you gotta you gotta stop that boy. You gotta slow your roll, buddy. You can't be in that parade. He goes, well, I, I don't care. You know, I don't need it now. You know, he's like rubbing his neck. You know, because basically Rusty's stunned him pretty good. And so Rusty's like, I got to go, but I just wanted to drop this off because he can't be in my truck. I was like, I get it. So Rusty go, and then my brother Brett's trying to, you know, get to his feet and regroup kind of thing. And then I look over at JT Whitlow, and he's just sweaty. I was like, why are you so sweaty, JT? He goes, well, I chased your brother for a little bit, a couple laps around that mini truck. Rusty's this longer than it look. I'm like, well, maybe you need to just take a little breather, buddy. So he's taking a breather, and, uh, you know, now I got a Brett loose in Chancellor Park. And that could be bad for my trailer. Uh, yeah, some of my stuff could get stole. But I seen him uh, walking toward Meemaw's trailer. And he's like, I, I, I need to go talk to Meemaw. And I'm thinking, well, if anybody in the world could straighten out Brett, it'd be her. So he had in the right direction. So he's doing that. And then I had to take off because I had to get down to the nursing home to help Cricket, uh, uh, you know, see what they're doing down there for that float. It seems the situation back at the trailer park was under control. So Tavin biked over to the nursing home to see if they needed any help on their Christmas float before the parade that evening. Now what are the chances they need any help? Likely. Very likely. I get down to the nursing home to help with that float and uh, who's there but Cheryl Grubbs. Cheryl Grubbs is there with a whole box of peppermint fritlers that she's giving away to the nursing home residents. And then Cheryl's there with her little daughter, Maisley, because Maisley's part of that live nativity, and they were going to do a little performance because they knew them nursing home residents weren't going to get out to their parade that night. So they are going to do a performance for them there during the day. And so they had like a, a streamline. They had that little choir of five, and Maisley's in that, and then they had a streamline nativity. Just Russell Tucker was Joseph, and his wife was Mary, and they had a baby doll, baby Jesus. So they didn't have none of them wise men or no animals or nothing like that for the one at the nursing home, just them three, and one of them's a baby doll. It ain't a real uh, real baby. And then Russell Tucker and his wife. So that's all getting set up in the mess hall, imagine if you will. And I look over there and I see Cheryl uh, handing out them peppermint frittlers. Well, Bera Gregory, she in a, she in a wheelchair, uh, I see her spit a healthy portion of peppermint uh, frittler into a knacking, just like that way. And then Doreen Fundle, she get a hold of one, and she wearing a pair of cross trainer shoes, and she kicked that thing. She's dressed like Santa Claus. I guess I forgot to mention that part, but last Christmas, she wanted to be called Santa Claus, and she dressed like him, and she wouldn't respond if you want. Well, she got a little sweatshirt that looked like Santa's jacket with the belt, but it's a sweatshirt kind of thing, and then she got on red sweatpants, and she got a Santa Claus hat, and then she got these cross trainer shoes. They brand new white cross trainer shoes, and she kicked that peppermint frittler pretty hard across the mess hall floor. Like, if that don't 
say, you know, get this out of here. I don't know what does. And Cheryl, you know, was reading her, reading the room a little bit. She goes, well, the people have spoken. And I'm thinking, I was trying to tell you that earlier, Cheryl. That ain't a good frittler. That peppermint frittler, the way you got that recipe, whatever going on there, it ain't going to work. So they did the little, uh, the, the Maisley and her little friends in the little choir, they sang, Oh, Holy Night. But, I mean, they interrupted the course between Bear Gregory spitting out Frittler and then Doreen Fundle drop-kicking that, that, that Frittler across the mess hall forward to them cross-trainers. I mean, it was like they did not get through uh, Oh Holy Night at all. Well, during all that, I see Cricket. And so I walk over there, and I give her a hug. And I was like, you ready for the float? Because she'd been real excited about this nursing home float. And she just kind of shakes her head. She goes, I don't know, Tab. I don't think it's going to work out. I was like, well, show me. And she took me outside. They got like a 12-foot flatbed trailer with a piece of plywood on it and staple gun like tissue paper to it and just a little bit. When I mean I, when I say little, I mean like 12 pieces of tissue paper, orange, red, and green on this uh, this just piece of plywood on a flatbed. And I was like, well, Cricket, uh, I think y'all going to have to be the decoration or just don't do it. And she goes, what do you mean? She goes, oh, I've been I've been looking for this. Uh, we can't not do it. I've been, we, I said we'd do it. We entered it into the parade. And I've been looking forward to this. I was like, then, then that's what I say. You you guys, you decorate. You, you wear a sweater, you know, the Santee hat. And y'all gals, there's like four of them from the nursing home that worked there was just going to be on the float kind of thing. And uh, she thought, well, maybe that's a good idea. So that's what they was thinking. And yeah, I get back in there to the mess hall, and there's Cheryl Grubbs with a bunch of peppermint frittlers been chewed up, spit out, and kicked across the nursing home floor. And about that time, Maisley come up to her, and she goes, Mama, my, my throat, my throat real kind of hurt. And uh, Cheryl looked down at them frittlers, and she found a, a piece of that candy cane, peppermint stick that, you know, that was on top to decorate them frittlers, a clean piece, you know. And she gave it to Maisley to help like her throat, because she still had to sing at the big finale or whatever at the live nativity during the parade and then and then at the nativity once it end up at the church and where they sit down with all the and where they got the whole cast there they only had the whole cast in front of the church they got broken out like a streamlined cast at the nursing home and then a little little more people at the um at the what you call it with the parade you know at the float for them so they had that going on and then uh, i told cricket i'd see her later at the parade because i had to get down there too and then off they went, seen Neil and Danita McKinney, and they they the ones that run the live nativity. They good people. They got they got a smile up, up for you, you know, on their busiest days. And so I said, well, we'll, we'll see y'all later because by that time, uh, Maisley and that crew had to go because they got to get ready to get on a float, and it's time to start assembling the floats down on the parade route. As night began to fall and the chill set in, the town showed up and lined Main Street. Myron Curtis and Mary Beth Tucker brought a thermos of hot chocolate and a mini crock pot of nachos. Ranch Farnhart had a small float for the bait and tackle, pulled by an ATV that was driven by, you guessed it, Tavin Dillard. Everybody was out. Millie Ricks, Mabel Childers, Coach Hicks, Imogene and Raymond Watkins, Donnie Wayne Chambliss, Morton Glenda Dwydell, Chet and Gracie Dilroy, Cody and Lindy Ray Mantell, Brody and Brandy Lynn Childers, Delma Spencer and all her kids, Cindy Mydell and the rest of the town excited to see the Christmas parade. But as the parade began, Tavin noticed somebody was missing. I've been keeping my job in the Christmas parade a little bit hush-hush. I didn't want folks to know it like a surprise kind of thing. 
but I got that ATB and then Rance Farnhart put together a little float for the bait and tackle shop, mini tank, little, uh, little, little platform there, and rods and reels in there would then that sign with the number for the bait and tackle like that away. And I was gonna pull that and then I was waiting, you know, there's a Bud's Burger Shed had some had a float with some of the fellas from the softball team that was gonna be on it. Uh, Guthrie's Hunting Supply had a float, the Live Nativity, uh, they had their little float where Maisley and that little choir and then Russell Tucker, Baby Jesus, and Russell's wife was there for the live nativity, and then they had, uh, they were going to have real animals once they got to the church, you know, like a, a, a horse, a cow, a goat, dog, that kind of thing, but on there, they didn't have anything, um, and then, oh, where's other, uh, the nursing home float was the other one we were just trying to wait for, you know, because I guess they still getting it done, whatever it's supposed to look like, so we get started, and there was one doggy on the nativity float with with uh, Russell Tucker and his wife and that baby doll and the choir. Any guesses what doggy? That's right. Cheryl Grubb's doggy jalapeno. I guess they, they didn't know it was on the float, but you know, it's Maisley's dog and they said, well, we're gonna start the parade so I guess it can stay kind of thing. So that, that dog's a mess. Jalapeno a mess, but it's on there with that live nativity when they they getting pulled down the street. Now I'm on the ATB. I'm behind Guthrie's Hunting Supply Day in front of me, and then we got the live nativity behind me, and then behind them was uh, eventually whenever it was going to show up because they was the last one there's a nursing home float. So we was one, but anyway, we start, and I'm just kind of going about one mile an hour, you know, and I'm throwing the Jolly Ranchers here and there. I see a big old hand just reach up and grab a Jolly Rancher. Sure enough, it's Myron Curtis, and he got a nacho in one hand, and now a Jolly Rancher in the other. He's like, hey, Tevin. I was like, Merry Christmas, Myron, kind of thing like that away. And then we just putting along, put, 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 you know, having a good old time, and people, you know, honking or yelling, that kind of stuff. Meanwhile, back at the nursing home float, what they did not do is figure out that they had to get a truck or something to pull a float. So they didn't have a ride to get they float over there. They called up Rusty Tidwell. He showed up in that lowered mini truck. He ended up being in the parade after all, pulling the nursing home float. Another thing I didn't know is that Ricky Don Pearson, who was the town Santa Claus, he lost his Santa Claus. It got ruined, his whole Santa Claus outfit, like a month or two ago when his basement flooded. So now word is spreading through the parade that there ain't no Santa Claus. Santa Claus ain't here. Santa Claus ain't here. Well, I'm a Gene Watkins says, that's okay. The baby Jesus is here. Well, that's partly true. Only thing is, while Russell Tucker and his wife and Joseph and Mary, you know, they throwing out candy to the to the crowd on the parade route, uh, Jalapano has taken that baby doll by the arm and dropped it over the side of the flatbed. And so now it's out in the middle of the street. Baby Jesus got dropped off uh, in the street in the parade route. So now all of a sudden, uh, you know, during the middle of Hark the Herald Angels Sing, little Maisley look over and she say, baby Jesus, baby Jesus kind of thing. Because all of a sudden, uh, Russell looked back and he see, all he see is Jalapano and no baby Jesus. Baby Jesus ain't there. So all of a sudden, there's big commotion. And back on the, the nursing home float, there's Cricket. She dressed like an elf. And they the ones that are coming up back behind uh, the nativity float. And they, a few other gals, you know, from the nursing home dressed up. Like, like that was their plan. That's how they did the float. And then Doreen Fundle's on that float. They brought her. And she dressed like Santa Claus. She got on that that little sweater looked like Santa Claus uh, jacket. She got on them red sweat britches and them white cross trainers and that little Santa Claus hat. Well, it didn't take Doreen long. They going about one mile an hour. 
she hopped down off that nursing home float and she start running. She goes, wait for the baby Jesus. Don't forget the baby Jesus. Like now she an amazing yelling baby Jesus from the one float and Doreen Fundle is just scooting down in her little cross trainers and that little parade group saying, don't forget the baby Jesus. So she going to try to scoop up that little thing. I'm a, you know, I'm up there on the ATB on the bait and tackle float. I look over my shoulder meanwhile and I was like, I ain't seen Memo yet. And all of a sudden, and here they come up to my brother Brett and Memo coming to the front of that crowd. And I see, I don't know what happened with Brett, but he looking at the ground like, boy, he got a, jer a knot jerked in his tail. Or I don't know what Memo did, but boy, he is humble. You know, he wasn't looking to hop into nobody's pickup truck now kind of thing. He's standing there. And then I look back at Cricket and I seen what she throwing into the crowd and the candy she brought. Boy, she did it right. She had the king size Snickers. And boy, Meemaw's eyes lit up. And I see a, a Snickers just hurled through the air and a hand caught. It wasn't my Meemaw, but it was my brother Brett. And he looked at that thing and he looked over at Meemaw and he hand that thing to my Meemaw. All the while, Doreen Fundle, they, they dispatched a, a nursing home employee to catch Doreen. And, and you'd think she wouldn't be too fast being a nursing home resident, but I, something about them cross trainers, I guess, still had a little bit of frittler on the toe from kicking that one across the mess hall floor earlier. But she's able to catch up. Now, don't forget the baby, Jesus. And she's able to catch up. And Russell Tucker grabbed that baby, put it back in the nativity. That parade route finally ended. And then they had to get baby Jesus, Joseph, Mary off of there kind of thing over to the goats and the dog and the, and the cow, whatever they got for the live nativity in front of the church. And little Maisley's choir was going to really bring it home. I guess that peppermint stick helped because she kept she kept singing through it all. And she hollered baby Jesus pretty loud, too. And so they over there doing that. And Jalapeno didn't get invited uh, to, to the live nativity in front of the church. She got booted out of there. She went home uh, back to Cheryl Grubb's house in the back of Cheryl Grubb's Chevy Cobalt. So me and Cricket left the parade route. We went to Donut Goals, got some hot chocolate, talked about what's going to be going on for Christmas as we walked back over that live nativity, seen it in full bloom. Everything is a wonderful thing. And she said she got to get her granddaddy like a helmet for Christmas. I don't know if he's looking to get another ATB or doing some stunt work now, but that's what she's talking about. And we ended the night there at that live nativity. All is quiet in town now. Folks have made it back home this December evening. Sometimes things just seem to work out. Brett did some giving. Meemaw got her Snickers bar. Cricket got to be in a parade. And as odd as it sounds, it just may be that nursing home resident dressed like Santa running down the parade route on Main Street holding a baby doll had the most important message of all tonight. Thanks for joining us here on this very special episode of the Tavern Dillard Podcast. Merry Christmas, everyone. Sleep tight, and don't let Jalapeno bite. I think she's a pretty good old dog. I want to thank my buddy Brent Rees for his help on this very special Christmas episode, and I want to thank y'all for joining us. Merry Christmas, everybody, and hey, if you ain't been spit out of Doreen Fundle's mouth and kicked across the mess hall floor at the nursing home, you probably ain't a peppermint frittler. And you having a pretty good week. Merry Christmas, and we'll see you later.